I don't even know where to start today. I don't know where to start on this Saturday morning. And there, there, there are three levels of concern that I have. Three levels of absolute jaw-dropping, gobsmacked unbelievability that I feel right now. Number one is this faux crocodile tears pretend sadness and lugubrious overreaction to Navalny from people who have no idea who he is, never heard about him, never cared about him, didn't know anything about this, despite the fact that we're looking at 262 days until the election. What do you mind you of that? So there's this fake Navalny, and, and I can't even believe it. Even Even people like Andy McCarthy and others from from the uh, from the um, National Review. Oh my God, hero opposition! What do you mean opposition? What's the opposition? There's opposition all over the place. They act like in Russia. There's the opposition, and that this blogger. And and I'm not in any way dismissing the death of a human being. But this apotheosis, this beatification, this canonization, this elevation of this man as to the Russian George Washington makes no sense. That's number one. Number two, Fanny Willis. In my life, I have never seen such absolute contempt for the law and the court and a judge and everybody as I have seen from anybody, the likes of this, this boorish, churlish, rude, arrogant, incompetent, semi, I don't want to say semi-literate, she's not at all, but this, I guess perhaps maybe in terms of uh, of ethically illiterate, I've never seen anything like well, this. Well, as if, oops, it's my, sorry about that, I hit it a little bit early, <laughs> so that, that's that. And finally, President Trump and what he's had to do. This incredible verdict that no one understands. No one. Unable to do business in in New York State. He has brought more business income. He has done more for the economy than anything anybody has ever even remote. It, 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 it's, it boggles the mind. And what did he do? Where was the fraud? Nobody can understand. This is a political hit job. Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, said, I'm going to get Trump. Not I'm going to get justice. Not that I'm going to get the, the, uh, a, 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 a fair and accurate and a fair and a proportional response, an investigation. No, she said, I'm going to get Trump. And listen to me. And listen to me like you've never heard. When Trump is reelected, the radical left, the shadow government ghouls will riot they will take to the streets they will be they will not be able to contain themselves as they never have 
when Donald Trump wins because they don't understand what this does to the collective feeling that people have for him, they're going to rue this day. Now, my friends, did you happen to hear Fannie Willis's father talk about his prescient ability to anticipate COVID? Well, I wonder if he knows about the great words of our sponsor. Well, as if one pandemic wasn't enough, New York City's health commissioner has been waving the white flag. Biden's non-existent border policies are producing contagious diseases not seen in decades. The two and a half million recorded migrant encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border alone in 2023 represent a new all-time high. And it's getting worse as we actively watch the escalating border standoff between Texas and the federal government. These illegal immigrants come from 160 countries, many if not most, with terrible health care standards. This is driving a resurgence of rare diseases and bringing about new ones. That's where the wellness company's medical emergency kit comes in. This kit contains emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics, eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and others, that since 2020 weren't even allowed to be talked about. Can you say ivermectin? All of this to keep on hand in case of emergencies, along with a guidebook detailing instructions for safe use. In a time when many Americans say they would avoid a doctor or hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation, the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit provides a solution. The Wellness Company is home to Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Drew Pinsky, and truth-telling doctors who are rooted in their commitment to building a parallel healthcare system and empowering you to take control of your health. Be prepared for the unexpected. Go to twc.health slash Lionel and grab your medical emergency kit right now. That's twc.health slash Lionel. Use promo code Lionel and save 15% at checkout. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your health with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. And these kits are only available in the USA. I don't know if many of you folks, I'm I'm just going to hit this in, dare I say, I don't want to say stream of consciousness because I think that throws people off. I'm going to just tell you as I feel. My particular tone with you has always been conversational. My my tone, my feelings have been um, what I think of. I don't want to give you a speech. I want this to be always so that you know I speak from the heart. I speak from the way I feel. I'm not I'm not trying to put it. There there are some things I don't particularly uh, go for. I'm not on the bandwagon. For example, it never ceases to amaze me how utterly stupid these Tucker Carlson little Russian travel logs are. Hey, we're at a McDonald's. It costs us $7. It is so pedestrian, so low rent, especially from somebody who fancies himself as this blue-blooded sophisticate. But it's better than nothing, I guess. So I don't necessarily go along with the crowd. I am flabbergasted, gobsmacked shocked at Andy Andrew McCarthy, who goes along with his National Review, Navalny, piteous, lockstep, I almost said goose step, 
this adherence to this notion of this anti this anti Putin, I guess, and that's fine. But 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 don't pretend that you laud Navalny all of a sudden. So that's that. Trump, I don't know what to say. Two things. Fannie Willis. That's funny because she is going to get her office most probably should absolutely be disqualified from the case. The great people of Fulton County should bounce her ass out of this is the most this is the most arrogant, incompetent. This woman has no business being in any position of authority. She can do whatever she wants. And she shows such utter absolute contempt. You have no I've never seen anything like this. Out of all the cases, even Letitia James, even in the Judge Engeron case, in the Alvin Bragg, the the first case, I mean, there were some there, there were some instances where where Trump, maybe afterwards, either in social media and others, maybe he acted a bit uh, contumacious himself, but nothing in court, nothing. And you see what also bugs me. You don't really gets me. When you look at this low rent, low class, if these were white folks, I know this sounds, this is, but you know, we, Saturday Night Live would be on them. If you had a bunch of, of uh, Paula Dean sounding, you know, Trump MAGA folks, this one's stooping that one, and this one's having an affair, and this one's going on vacation, and this one's paying the other one in cash, and this one's lying. And then this one who leaves a law firm because of a sexual abuse allegations and the texting. I mean, it, it, it screams for commentary. But because they're black and because people say, oh, no, 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 we, we, we cannot. This, this is the ultimate in racism. If you want to be treated fairly, which people don't, they want to be treated preferentially. That's what DEI and affirmative action. And by the way, not just black folks, anybody, trans, gay, Asian, any, when you are the beneficiary of, of some, some lunatic policy, nobody ever wants to walk away from this because America is the most corrupt country bar none in the world. It's absolutely socially, politically, societally, so corrupt, so we are such frauds. We pretend we're so great and we have the First Amendment. And no, we don't. But Fannie Willis, this this woman, I've never, this is, I swear to God, she's like something from, a, from we used to have sitcoms in the old days. Now, now it's just, you know, YouTube. But do you, I don't know about you, I think I've told you this. I'm fascinated by these, uh, t- these, uh, police encounter videos where people are pulled over and the cops have a, a camera on their vest and you hear somebody who said, I am not going to give you my phone. I am not going to get out of the car. I am not getting, by the way, white and black alike because you got to be careful. Oh, remember third rail, third rail, Third rail. Don't give me this business about, oh, you got to be careful of the Jewish lobby. The Jewish lobby. 
You can't say anything or else it'd be called anti-Semitic. No, that's nothing compared to the racism lobby. You say the wrong word to somebody. If you can in any way construe anything, Fannie Willis did it. I'm just a proud black or a black woman. I'm a prosecutor. And this is the race, the race card. There's like, there's 150,000 cards in the race card deck. It's ridiculous. It's exactly what it is. Can't say anything. You can make fun of people all you. I was watching something the other day. It was an SNL takeoff of Club Shay Shay and the Cat Williams interview. And they had black comedians. And the one comedian who was doing Shannon Sharp made Shannon Sharp sound like a complete and total idiot, but imitated him perfectly. Let me say that again. If a white person imitated Shannon Sharp and was absolutely spot on, he'd be called racist because Shannon Sharp sounds like a complete moron. When, though he's probably more brilliant, how he's able to parlay this club Shay Shay. But he sounds just like you can imitate Trump, whatever you want. You can imitate. John Kennedy, the senator, you can imitate Marsha Blackburn, you can do Southern accents, you can do whatever you want, because they're white. Don't ever worry about ever doing something, don't don't ever, ever, ever worry about uh, being racial with somebody being white. It just doesn't exist. You, you, you just can't. But black. There were people I know that if you could imitate, if you could imitate certain Black, this is true, black performers, and you're not black? Because an identical, let's think about this, an identical impersonation comes across as making fun of them. Where if I imitated, let's say, somebody with an accent, and we'll get to this moment, because is there such thing as a black accent? I don't know if you want to call it an accent, if it's a patois, if it's a regionalism, a dialect, I don't know, it's up to you. But if you imitated in the old days, Victor Borga or Jaja Gabor or Borat, or, no problem. But I know as I'm watching this, if you saw Mama June, okay, like, uh, and I'm not saying Fannie Willis is the same. I'm trying to think of somebody that, if you imitated her, it's hard to say. Because there there are no rules regarding this. Anyway, you've got Fannie Willis, Wade, her paramour, and this other feller. And the, I mean, it, it, was, it was a clown show. It was a clown show. It was, and Fannie Willis, the worst. And let me say this again. In no other case. And just to clarify, with white people, black people, women, men, uh, you name it, has there ever been, I'm trying to think in real time, where an officer of the court and the district attorney ever was as arrogant and, and rude and contemptuous and contumacious and brazen. And also, if she... If she's not corrupt, if this isn't perjury, if you have basically somebody who is using lawfare, using her office for political gain, which nobody's going to stop because anything to get Trump, this is, this is a complete and total shit show. 
which I believe is the is a correct term for it. It's just disgusting. And people are watching this and they can't believe what they're seeing. They've never seen anybody. By the way, Wade and the ex-partner whose name escapes me, they were respectful. Fannie Willis shows absolute, utter contempt. He goes, no, no, wait, you're lying. Judges would have bounced her ass so fast. Now, also, there is no, listen to me. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? The Republicans are wussies. They have no guts. They have no guts. You understand this? They have no guts. They don't fight back. Republicans have the Lincoln Project. They have this thing, the 65 Project, okay, where they go after all of the lawyers representing Trump. Republicans don't have that. You've got this dimwit Alina Haba. She's the only one who represents Trump. She's in it for her own. She let's let's face it. Come on, let, can can we be honest? She's over her head, but she's digging the fact that she's on Fox. There I am. Watch her Instagram. Look at me, ah! Huh? Look at me. I am something. I'm representing Trump. Well, theoretically, Trump can't get anybody. I don't know if anybody, I don't even know it, who, who, who were his lawyers. Nobody. There's no right-wing version. Who were the, let me ask you this question. Who was the right-wing George Soros? None. Don't you think Elon Musk could have gotten together? You think one of those billionaires could say, you know what we're going to do? We're billionaires and we can do whatever we want. We're gonna we're we're going to fund our own lawyer, our own legal team for Trump. We're going we're gonna fight back. We're gonna have our own sixty five project. I will bet you, I will bet you that nobody files any grievance actions against um Fannie Willis. Bet you anything. Bet you anything. Republicans are worthless. Worthless. Their idea is to put Judge Janine on or Jonathan Turley or Dershowitz and Sean Hannity. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the Republican Party. That's the reaction. That's it. I will send you a link. That's it. That's it. Period. That's it. Let me say this again. They're worthless. They've got BBs for cojones. They don't have any guts. There's no George Soros. Why don't the Republican billionaires put up strong, hard-hitting prosecutors? They don't. Why? Because it's corrupt. They're in on it. They don't want there to be left and right. It's two sides of the same coin. The Republicans are sellouts. You know it and I know it. They're miserable. They're worthless. They hate Trump. Hate him. They like Nikki Haley. That two-faced, Janice-faced sellout. Ron DeSantis. Come on. They don't understand. There's no difference. You do know that there's no difference between the Democrats and the Republicans regarding 
Israel, right? And that's something nobody wants to talk about. Oh, no, no. They're just, they're just, nobody has any guts. No Republican anywhere. They don't want to make any, there's no light, there's no distance between Israel and the United States. And you think they would say, wait a minute, we're supporters of Israel, but we're, we're there's certain Palestinian uh, issues. And, no, 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 no. They don't do that. They have no guts. They have no guts. I swear to you, I, they have no guts. They have no, they're an act. They're a big act. And you have been sold this bill of goods for so long, you don't even realize it. Look how many people are going apeshit over, over Tucker, who acted like a child, who basically went in and Putin just, I mean, just, I mean, it, it was good for Tucker, I guess, just steamrolled him. And then turned around and said, I thought you'd be a lot better. And you end up loving him. When I say you, I mean, whatever. isn't he great? No. Because you don't remember when people had guts. Mike Wallace, Barbara Walters against Castro. You're living in a deluded world of make-believe. The only thing you have, the only thing is Donald Trump. And they're screwing him through the... It's not even funny. The only thing there is, the Republican National Party, you know what it is? It's Fox News. And that pathetic news, uh, uh, Newsmax. I mean, it's okay, but I mean, they just, they just sit around, they just talk about stuff. They just talk about stuff. They, I've never seen the Republican Party actually confuses going on TV with actually having a position. They're miserable. This is why I'm not a Republican. They have no guts. And let me also tell you something about Navalny. If Navalny was an American, you'd want his ass permanently uh, packed away. Do you know what he was charged with? No. It's their business. Now, I don't know. And we're changing subjects, by the way. I don't know anything about why he died. What was his problem? But we had an American citizen named Gonzalo Lira. Gonzalo Lira, okay? And he was arrested. First of all, he was a goddamn fool. Being in Ukraine, basically taunting this thug, this criminal Zelensky, in this undemocratic, proto-Nazi organization. Come on. You know that, right? You know about the Azov Battalion and the right sector and Stepan Bandera. You know this. I'm not going to insult your intelligence. And that, and, and numbnuts that Ainsley Earhart, we ought to go, we ought to double down on our, on our Ukraine money because they killed Navalny. What is it? Because you and Hannity are a thing? Is that it? What is this? You got this poor guy there who can't pronounce words. You got this one here. What is, this is a PM magazine without the gravitas. And this is the number one. The number one, well, I say number one. That's like saying I'm the fastest senior miler. You know what I mean? I'm the fastest. In my in, in the 65 plus group, I'm the, okay, well, whatever. Whatever, fine. Whatever. That's what they are. You don't have any representation. And let me also tell you something. And you may not like this, but I'm going to tell you something. Do you know how many people here don't vote? Not people from other countries, because we have a significant number. The number of you who don't vote and don't vote. 
it's 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 disgusting. The number of people watching right now who just some and I love you, you're wonderful, but some just spew crap. They just say, "Oh, it's a and and you're on other shows. Hey, it's time to do live chat." And you'll just Are you on Twitter? No. Or X? No. You have your own YouTube channel? No. Do you go on and spread the word? No. What do you do? I pretty much keep quiet. I I don't really do it. Well, what's going on? Well, I I kind of I like to hide a little bit. You know, I got a nickname, but I don't I don't. So what do you do? Nothing. You just wait for somebody to do something. Yeah. I mean, I'll send you a YouTube channel or a a good YouTube, but I really don't do anything. This is what we're seeing. And I'm sorry, I don't want to be rude. I love you. But some of you are like tits on a boar hog. Worthless. Just sit back and and don't feel bad. That's the Republican Party. They don't do anything. Democrats, oh man, they're out there. They are out there. They march. They riot. They do everything. What do you do? Nothing. Well, you might show up like Marjorie Taylor. Oh, and let's look. By the way, keep an eye on Matt Gates. Remember what I told you? Remember what I told you? Remember? Just keep an eye. Keep an eye. Remember when somebody turns up the heat, or when they turn up the heat on somebody, that means they get scared. And that means to get their ass out of a crook, what they do is they'll start giving other people up. So watch this. Roger Stone, be very careful. You got away. And Roger, they're going to come after you, but not from the right or from the left, rather, but from inside. Some sellout, some Judas is going to sell you out because you are still a scalp that got away. They did it for Rudy. Oh, Rudy's through. Rudy's finished. He's just done. They're just going to grind him into oblivion. He, it's so, you know, whatever it is. Some others took the money and got the hell out. Remember Sidney Powell? Gonna release a cracking. She got her ass out of Dodge. Jenna Ellis. Remember that big mouth? Remember that one? She would stand up next to a, a Joe DeGeneva and a Victoria Tenzi. She would always elbow her way out. She's out of there. She turned on Trump. She She's out. And now you got these other folks. You got these people who are just trying to get to, to enjoy the mainstream media world. Lara Trump. She's not a... Uh, don't... don't. They've obviously told Kimberly Guilfoyle, shut the up. Because she is the most obnoxious of the... Well, theoretically of the... She's the engaged one. Though that's going to be the world's longest engagement anybody's ever seen. Trump doesn't have anybody running this show. What does he do? What does he do? What's the message? Well, the good news is, the good news is, it every time, this this is so counterintuitive, the more they arrest him, I'm not the rest of him, the more they charge him, the more his stock rises. But I want you to understand something. I'm not in here just to talk about stuff. I mean, Fannie Willis is interesting. I enjoy that because it's just, he goes to show you how lawfare, this, this, it's, it, it, it's beyond anything anybody's ever seen. And how this judge is just what I thought judge Ito was bad. 
This guy has no balls, nothing, nothing. You don't even know. Judges were always imperious. They, they were some, some were better than others. Some were gentlemen, but you never, you never, ever, you talk back to it. Oh my god! When she said objection, no, 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 I object. Oh, and the judge is sitting back there. What's the matter with him? Or oh, they got pending cases against you? I'm just saying. Okay. We are such a bad, stupid, corrupt country. It's not even funny. We are corrupt at every conceivable level. We have more people paying attention to this stupid Super Bowl than what's going on in the world. Want to hear another one for you? I'm going to say it again. Everybody's talking about Navalny. They don't even know what happened. They have no idea. None. And whatever Putin says, if they said, okay, bring over Michael Biden, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to believe it. You know how many people die in our custody? No. No, in our country, we let people go. Like this Venezuelan group that's terrifying everybody. But let me tell you what we did one time. We had this thing where we decided we were going to, they were going to get Jeffrey Epstein and kill him in front of you. Let me say this again. They killed him, murdered him in front of you. And you know what we did? Nothing. Bill Barr stood in front of you. Bill Barr, whose father was instrumental in getting Epstein to Dalton, this once prestigious, or maybe still is, this prestigious Upper East Side School, the Dalton School. This guy hadn't even graduated from college. I think he taught math and physics. How did that happen? I don't know. But he's there. Next thing you know, he works for some investment. And now he becomes a hedge funder, sort of. And nobody knew who he was. Nobody said anything. All of a sudden, he was like Mr. Moneybags, Mr. Money. Everybody knew this. Who the hell is this guy? I don't know. Oh, what is he? I don't know. And he's inviting all these people. And he had all of the the intelligentsia from New York, the New York, you know, the the Cognoscenti, the the uh, 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 literati, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And they killed him. I've already been through this a million times, and nobody said anything. But they want to talk about Navalny. Why? Because they're spineless little lemmings. They're told, okay, time to, come on. We're going to hate, okay, kids. We're going to hate Putin. Okay, yay. And National Review, oh, dear God, the worst, the worst. Stand by for a second. It's snowing here in New York today. And one of these days, as I've told you, and I've told it, and, and, and some people get it, some people don't. There are these really smart Americans who load up on water, and energy, the generators, and they've got ammo and gold, and, and they seem like crazy. Sam Altman at uh, OpenAGI, or the AI, he does it. He believes in it. All these other folks, all of the richest people in the world are going for 
They're having, you know, uh, basically these these uh, places where they can live and nobody – they're, they're going to be surrounded by their own private army. By the way, that's the one you got to worry about with a coup. So they know something that you might not know. So if they know that there are bad times coming, if they're aware of this, if they're devoting and redistributing their assets and their, their, lar- their uh, uh, fortune to protection, why aren't you? So listen, let's talk about a very serious subject, emergency food. That's right, emergency food. I know, I know. At first blush, it's difficult for, for most people to think about something that they just take for granted ever reaching emergency status. We're used to stores always being open, deliveries always made, no supply chain disasters, no ransomware catastrophes, none of that stuff. Nothing sh- shutting down our gas stations, right? No trucking strikes, no war, no protests from farmers, nothing catastrophic in terms of weather. Nope, that can't happen to us. Uh-uh. And I understand it's a defense mechanism that we have because the idea of ever not being able to eat or locate food is seemingly incomprehensible. Well, it's not. That's why it's time for you to go to my site, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com has the deal of deals for you. Now, take it as a, as a starter set. You've been putting off emergency food for too long. Some people still have a thing about prepping as though preparing for emergency is foolish. Now, right now, you can save $60 on a four-week emergency supply kit. This is unbelievable. 16 varieties with a 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories a day in two beautifully modular uh, buckets that weigh 38 pounds total. These are waterproof, and they're perfectly stackable. Four weeks, a month. Now, be honest. Could you go a week without any trips to any store? I'm not talking about having stuff in your cabinet. I'm not talking about banana chips and jerky. I mean food, real food. So go right now to preparewithlionel.com. Right now, right this moment, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. You'll thank me. Trust me. Indeed, my friends. You know, it's very, very difficult sometimes for for uh, folks to recognize and realize that, you know, uh, these these people are so monumentally unimportant. We live in this world, I, I swear to you, and I have seen this. I, I, I've seen this. There was a, recently there's been a lot of uh, talk about uh, Rush Limbaugh. My good friend James Golden has been tweeting things. I don't know if it's, I, I'm sorry, I should know whether it's Rush's birthday or something, commemorating something about Rush, but they're talking about him. And Rush Limbaugh was really the motivate. The Rush Limbaugh was a force to be reckoned with. If Rush Limbaugh said, we're going to do this, he he galvanized the core. Today, we don't have that. Today, we don't have anything like that at all. We don't. We don't have any real motivator except for Trump. Now, in the old days when Ronald Reagan or Bush or really anybody was there, there was not this, you never got the impression that uh, Bush, you know, Bush 43 versus, um, you know, uh, or, or Bush 41 daddy or son, you, you never got the impression that there were other people against them. Trump never, ever, ever was allowed in. You recognize that, right? He was never allowed in. And the reason why is because when he ran, he basically destroyed the entire power system, the entire 
elite, so to speak, of these folks. He he absolutely, positively destroyed them. And they couldn't handle this. They didn't know what to do. And he basically did things his own way. He never really sought advice. He had no idea. He never ran for office. He had, he had no system. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I thought he was great, because he was this freak. And he has everybody against him. And he has no one. And let me say this again. If you are a Republican, if you are a conservative, if you believe in some kind of, I don't know what the word is, some kind of uh, whatever the hell you believe in, you know, God, country, flag, whatever, you're on your own because you don't have anybody. Let me say this again. The effect of, of Fox News is a waste of time. Did you hear what happened this week? Do you know what's happening in in in, uh, in CNN? I know you don't care about CNN, but as an example, in CNN, they're going to uh, this new feller who's from BBC and New York Times. They're going to kind of redo this, and they're basically the, they're going to slash all kinds of salaries across the board. Absolutely, you think it's to go digital? No, they don't have any money. You don't have any money. That model is dead. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's dead. You have you you can't believe this stuff. Let me give me an example. When you want to talk to somebody, it, it depends. You got you got to know people. Sometimes you know people CNN or MSDNC, and you ask questions like, "What's the first question you ask?" Ask like, "Any cutbacks?" Yeah, as a matter of fact, we have we noticed that we didn't have coffee service anymore. Ah, little things, little things. It may not seem like much to you. The greatest place ever that I've seen, well, heard of, was a place called well Bloomberg News, and Bloomberg News had a thing where they had. I mean, it was you could eat there, and they had food. They didn't. They they really were a hundred percent full up. But the best I saw was Google. I was there, I think, twice. A friend of mine worked at Google here, and here. you can't believe it. You cannot believe they don't ever want you to leave. I don't know what they do, but they don't want you to leave. It looked. Imagine a food court like you've never seen before. Stir fry this vegetarian and vegan. They brought up a they brought up a food truck, an actual food like a a food truck up this because they were in the AT and T building. They brought this up to this freight elevator, and it's on this floor. There's a food truck. We can get soft serve ice cream. They have sleeping pods. They do your dry cleaning. They don't want you to leave. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. You just never leave. You live there. When they start cutting back on stuff, and they might have, but I don't think so. That's a sign. There are places that are just, they're shuddering. Here's one for you. There's this great idea. Um, ABC is moving, or parts of it, from their a Times Square division to Hudson Yards. And they walked in, and the argument is that, it's like not even an office. You just, listen to this, you just take a desk and then when you get up, somebody else takes the desk. Have you heard about this? 
There's nothing there. There's no personal. It's not this is my desk and my stuff. It's no, it's like a bench or something. You just go there. And they're going crazy. And they're saying, well, this is, you know, modular. No, there's no money in this. When they start firing things like makeup, hair, uh, cutting back on crews. I remember seeing one time floor directors being canned and they're doing all of the cameras on, on RoboCams where the TD or whoever the, the uh, non, non-news directors are working RoboCams. You should see like in the, in the uh, newsroom, all of a sudden, you know, this thing starts moving. It's, it's, it's falling apart. And it's falling apart because there's no more news. This is the news. And these people have to do everything in their power to make sure that they never acknowledge we're sunk. There are more people right now. I still submit to you. The most popular person, the most powerful person on media today streaming is Joe Rogan. Absolutely. Without a doubt, Joe Rogan. Now he's becoming, he's kind of less, I think he's less, uh, I think he's less um, political maybe than he was, but he's, he's certainly there. Okay. Certainly he's, he is extremely, extremely uh, big deal. Uh, Our good friends at Redacted are huge. Jimmy Dore is big. Uh, uh, Tim uh, Poole or whatever, uh, Mark Dice. These, these are these are people that when you go and you tell them, look, uh, I I you know, I I think they, they say who because they don't have a studio. You see, this is the part that's important, and this is the part that Trump need what Trump needs to do that he's not doing. And he's never gotten the message. He's got to come down from the from the, the heavens and he has to sit down and explain to people what is happening. And he has to go on a show that maybe nobody has been to. And I mean a show like, and you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh when I say this. I'm going to say something now and you're not going to believe I'm saying this. He's got to make sure he's never, you know, set up or hurt. But if he could do something like a like a club Shay Shay, if Donald Trump sat down with Cat Williams, think I'm kidding? Be the biggest thing anybody's ever seen. Say, let's find five or uh, maybe five or three or five, but five areas that we agree on. Because the thing is, and he has to explain something, what's worse, somebody who's never been on your side or a sellout? Al Sharpton and that crew, they're sellouts. They're gone. Have you noticed this? You may not, people don't remember the days of Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, gone. Al Sharpton is relegated to this, I don't even know, MSDNC, Joy Reid. Well, she's more of a broadcaster, trying to think of new stupid things to say because she only gets attention when she says something stupid. You think I'm kidding? You think I'm kidding? You think I'm, you think I'm kidding? MSDNC makes, gets views or if somebody's watching. They don't care why you're watching. There's no such thing as 
a good viewer versus a bad viewer. No, it doesn't work like that. Donald Trump has to understand something. This is the fight of your life. And I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're going to do. But if you're going to go on Sean Hannity, I know your friends or whatever, those people are already going to vote for you. Let me say this again. Let me see if I can say this again. They're already going to vote for you. Why are you talking to people who are already going to vote for you? Why? Talk to people who might be voting for you. If you don't win them, fine. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Why do you do this? There are these groups of people. you got to see this. They're like, Maybe to the, the, we're going to Mar-a-Lago. Okay, great. That's terrific. What does that do for me? We're you know there, there's like this clicky kind of a we're we're Trumpies and okay fine but but that doesn't we have an election coming up. Now let me ask you this question: You do know they're going to steal this election legally, right? You do know that, right? Oh, it's legally. It's legally. You heard me. You do know this. They're going to steal this legally. Think about that. But first, think about this. Well, it is time yet again, my friends, to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you'll get a free gift. No purchase necessary. Yes, I know, a free gift. It's a tautology, so sue me. But first, please listen. What are we talking about here? Down comforters, flannel sheets, Giza dream bed sheets, my pillow 2.0 sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it, literally name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. And they're monster sellers, slippers, my slippers. That's right, slip-ons, moccasins. Think about it. What do they do at MyPillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. Here's the link. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, or MyPillow.com slash Saladis or Virgil slash Lionel, or call 800-645-4965. Watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, promo code Lionel, simply and absolutely the best. Who's going to help Donald Trump? Who is really behind him? He has no lawyers. He has no, I don't know who is really behind him. Who is really behind him? Who is going to help? Donald Trump. Donald Trump, in order to, if he wants to appeal this, he has opposed to bond. Uh, Donald Trump is not as liquid as you think. I'm sorry. He is going to. I I I I don't know how his his job always is. Let me go play golf after I lose something. Let me go play golf. Let me you know, go out and play golf. Let me show people that nothing bothers me. Okay, do you think that's a good idea? I want you to think of right now, I want you to imagine you are on my media team with Donald Trump. What is the first place Donald Trump appears today? You can book any show, TV, podcast, 
X, Instagram, I don't care. Where does he go right now? Where? Where do you think? Where do you think, sir? Where do you think? What's the what would be you're in charge of media? What does he do? What do you advise? What does he do now? I'll wait. And by the way, I do appreciate the fact that many of you call Donald Trump a warrior, but warriors can be killed and warriors can be slain in battle. The view. Is that a joke? Ham solo? Is that a is that a joke? Because I can't tell. Because there is something, believe it or not, intriguing about that. Oprah, Oprah doesn't have a show, but maybe she could have a show. But you know, but that's not that's not that's not crazy at all. Jared has distanced himself from Trump, also vice versa. Lionel Nation, no, that wouldn't help. Trump should go on CNN, MSNBC at least once, yes, right. I'm serious. Where, where, what does he do? He's got to stop this Fox News thing. I don't understand why you're. I, I, I don't. Fox News thinks they're Fox News. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Tucker. Tucker might be good now. I bet you. I bet you. Trump. Uh, 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 Tucker is. Tucker could be good. I wish Tucker. I wish Elon could interview Trump. I wish Elon could. And I also think, believe it or not, that um, the thing is, Trump's got to be in a place where he's got to get his word out because some people will just interrupt him. There's a... Um, I'm not I'm not kidding about this. Where, where is he going to get his... How does somebody say, I like this guy? If he can get on a show, I think Club Shay Shay. Absolutely. And they say, here's the deal. I'm going to talk about these areas. Um, and, and he can never say anything bad about um, Biden. He, can, he, he, can't, he can't mock him. He has to speak of him almost as though, how do I say this? Almost as though he feels sorry for him. But let me leave you with this. There is no Republican Party. There is no organization. The Republicans hate Trump probably more than anybody else. You know it and I know it. Number two, Fannie Willis is a disgrace, an absolute disgrace to the legal profession, to the great people of Fulton County, Georgia. She is, she is an arrogant bombast. And her crew and this, they're... She is, without a doubt, I have never seen anything like this. Nothing. There, there is nobody, nobody I've ever seen in a role of prosecutor who is this and governor. And, you know, you might have seen Gretchen Whitmer or Christy Noem or Carrie Lake and a lot of women who are in positions of power. I've never seen anything like this. Even this Tiffany head near head, whatever, from Dalton, Illinois, she might be close. Might be close. AOC isn't this. Rashida Tlaib isn't this. 
contemptuous. This is a contempt. This is an arrogance. This is a very nasty person. Somebody you do not want to even know under any circumstance. And number three, finally, the Navalny case. What a line. Remember the name Gonzalo Lira, Gonzalo Lira, Gonzalo Lira. We'll talk about Navalny, but Gonzalo Lira is an American citizen who was captured, tortured, killed. And most part, we don't know. Again, I, I don't know wh- wh- who, where his father is. Maybe you know. The final result, is he brought back? Was, is he buried? Where is he buried? Whatever happened? I don't even know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just, maybe I've, I've, I've been remiss. But we didn't even know what happened to, well, we do know what happened. But nobody would even verify what happened to uh, Jeffrey Epstein. So don't give me this business about Navalny. Don't, don't, don't pretend to me, Ainsley Earhart, that you care about this. Or Andy McCarthy, that you care about Navalny. He's not part of the opposition. There's 21 million. This is this is a country with 11 time zones, roughly. You, you're talking about opposition. There's more grades of opposition. We have a who is who is Biden's opposition? We are. Who's Trump's opposition? They are. They act like it's the Trump opposition. That if if let me just put it this way. Mathematically, and you can you can agree or disagree. If Putin whacked everybody who was his opposition, (laughs) that would be a 24-7 machine. I'm just saying. So investigate it. But cut this money immediately to Ukraine. And when it comes to Israel, we'll, we'll pause because we need the money here. We have Venezuelan gangs in our country you're going to be hearing about. These cartels that are brutal. And it's not that these countries don't deserve our attention. We just need the money here first. All right, dear friends, thank you for watching. Please see you later tonight. Follow Mrs. L at Lynn's Warriors on YouTube. I want everybody here to go sign up. She's incredible. Some of the best interviews you'll ever see. Also follow her on Twitter or X at Lynn's Warriors as well. All right, dear friends, have a great and glorious day. Thank you so much for your time and your effort. Do not give up the ship, but it's time for us to fight. And I don't mean fight in terms of words. We need a Republican National Committee. We need boots on the ground. We need lawyers to represent the franchise. That's what we're talking about. So comment as you see fit. No, that's not what I normally say. I say that on the private channel. By the way, I got a quick... Members, by the way, Lionel Nation members, I've got a video coming up later. So remember, you always see them here first. If you're a Lionel member here. Anyway, we normally end with this valedictory. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.